1: The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished higher for the fourth straight session overnight, but small-cap stocks was where the real action was to be found. The Russell 2000 Index of small caps jumped 3.5% amid optimism over Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine trials. Gains amid the blue chips were more muted. The Dow, Nasdaq and S&P 500 all rose less than 1%. Here in Asia, stocks are trading mixed this morning. Tokyo and Seoul are down... While Sydney is trading higher. Joining me now to break down all the market action is Ryan Huang. Hey, welcome back, Ryan. How are you doing?
0: Hey, Michelle. So it's Thursday, one more day to the weekend.
1: Yes, we can all get there. Okay, let's start with news that has made everyone, you know, pretty upbeat this week. News of Moderna's COVID-19 trials. They gave a boost to Asian stocks yesterday, and that optimism carried over to Wall Street overnight. In particular, we saw investors shifting out of stay-at-home stocks like Amazon, and and Netflix, and buying companies that will benefit from consumers heading out again. So who were a few of the biggest movers?
0: Yeah, I think one of the points you raised earlier on was the Russell 2000 Index. And this is an index comprising small cap stocks. And when you have small cap stocks moving so strongly, it is a very optimistic sign. Retail investors really backing the small um, businesses in the US. And that is uh, how much optimism is being Baked into this so-called recovery picture on the back of the vaccine news, and there is this interesting quote I came across: mm. "It's been raining vaccines in the past few days, and <laughs> investors are dancing in the rain." So that is pretty much how it sums up what investors have been going through. You get news around things like Moderna; that's the latest one, mm-hmm. uh, making huge progress on its trials. Uh, that was a forty-five percent study. Now it now is able to move on based on what it says are robust um, results, to its next stage, which is a 30,000-strong study at the end of the month. So it seems like things are on track for you know, the vaccine to uh, come along. So there is a lot of optimism around the vaccine front pushing the markets. Also pushing markets is the earnings season, the latest coming through from Goldman Sachs.
1: So cruise ship operators, airlines, retailers, hotel chains, those are some of the biggest movers uh, that we saw on, on the markets, right? Finance companies also in the news this week. They're reporting their quarterly earnings, taking center stage. Goldman Sachs, this is something we're going to go through in Money & Me in about an hour's time as well. So Goldman Sachs has easily beaten analyst expectations thanks to a huge surge in trading revenue, up 93%. We're kind of seeing a tale of two banks, though. Those That are more retail focused and having to set aside big sums to offset potential losses as well. Ryan, tell us more.
0: Yeah, that is right. So, Goldman Sachs, typically seen as a pure play Wall Street, um, Wall Wall Street pure play uh, bank, that is because it mainly makes most of its money through um, financing B2B. So, you're talking about um, also investment trading. So, it doesn't really handle consumers like you and me. Um, What it does, of course, is it now in the spotlight because of the volatile markets right now, and also the huge rally in the markets previously in the past few months? The trading side of business has outperformed so much; it's the best in nearly ten years. And there's one big reason why it managed to book in 2.4 billion dollars in profits, or six dollars and 26 cents a share so that is actually blowing away the estimates which was at 378 so like you mentioned as well consumer banks is a different story and that's because of what's going through the pandemic most of these consumer facing banks retail banks have to put aside more buffer more money to Uh, account for those potential bad loans. When you have businesses going belly up, um, people not being able to pay back some of their debt, that will affect the profits of these um, consumer banks, but not so much for the likes of Goldman Sachs. And that's um, one big reason why uh, we saw Goldman Sachs share price uh, uh, surge in the latest session on the back of its earnings.
1: All right. I understand it's quite a milestone for the bank as well. Again, we'll go through that in Money and Me in an hour's time. In another banking story, it has chalk one up for Singapore at the expense of Hong Kong. Deutsche Bank's Asia's new CEO has announced he will be based here, not Hong Kong. As his predecessor chose, Ryan, tell us more.
0: <laughs> well, it's hard to pinpoint a reason why people like to stay in Singapore, right? There can be so many reasons. Maybe he likes the food, here, yeah. So it, <laughs> it is good news in a way in terms of optics um, because Deutsche Bank's you know, head of Asia is picking Singapore over Hong Kong. And Of course, mm. you've got this long-running ri- rivalry between Hong Kong and Singapore. So this is, I guess, another blow to Hong Kong's financial hub a reputation, uh, Because on top of not just the Deutsche Bank's um, choice of location for its Asia CEO, you've also got in the background what's happening on the streets of Hong Kong. Uh, people still unhappy with how things are panning out with the new security law. Um, in fact, going by some reports, there is a spike in people inquiring about going elsewhere, moving away. So there is a risk of a brain drain, so to speak. So that's something um, that's also affecting um, the outlook for Hong Kong. And then you have China promising that they will hit back at the US for those sanctions it has passed. Now, Of course, in the past few days, the US has withdrawn Hong Kong's special status. So that is still playing out uh, and going to play out in the coming days um, in terms of a potential impact and what it means for Hong Kong.
1: Yeah, unprecedented political turmoil for Hong Kong seems like a smart choice. Lots of tech companies and tech titans are making news this morning. So I'm going to introduce a new segment. It's called, quite simply, Happy or Sad? I'm going to name a person or a company. Ryan, you tell us whether you think the latest news makes them happy or sad. Are you game?
0: All right, happy to do it. Uh, All right, let's go. Apple. Apple. Okay, I saw them in the news for getting a huge tax break uh, in terms of turning around some bad news on the tax front. So happy.
1: Indeed, very happy would be the uh, absolute 100% answer, but you're right. Uh, Imagine not having to pay a big bill, a bill as big as uh, 13 billion euro in that tax bill you were just talking about. Next
0: one, Google. Okay, Google in the news Mm. for investing in geo-platforms and this is something under Reliance Industries and I think it's a huge break for them to be able to make some headway into India, a huge market in the future.
1: Indeed. Google very happy with that $4.5 billion deal with Reliance Jio, which is India's top telecom network. And it plans to expand smartphone use throughout the country. Lots of potential there. Okay, next uh, item on my list, Ryan. Bill Gates, Elon Musk, and Jeff Bezos.
0: Yeah, this is something on our show earlier, and we were talking about this. If you're a prominent Twitter user like yourself, Michelle, you better check your accounts because (laughs) they got hacked.
1: Bitcoin uh, scam is no less.
0: Bitcoin scam. So how it works is, you no, know, they put out a message, if you give me 1,000 Bitcoin or what, $1,000, I will give you back twice as much. Ah. And you know, it's on an official account. Oh my goodness. And you would not expect so many of them to be hacked at the same time. And interestingly, Donald Trump didn't get hacked. What do you make of it? Mm, conspiracy
1: theories are going to go wild with that one. Now you got to fact check your fake tweets. <laughs> Gosh. Let's check in on markets now. The Straits Times Index jumped more than 1% yesterday to come within a hair's breadth of 26.50. How's the STI doing this morning?
0: Okay, so looking at what you have on the STI, you've got... The markets in the green just barely by 0.1%. So pretty much in track with the rest of the region. Very subdued start. And I think one of the reasons is the Chinese data dump coming out at 10 a.m. when you have retail sales, industrial output, and the second quarter GDP numbers coming out. So markets watch out, I guess, closely to see if We get more signs of the Chinese economy recovering and we are expecting the Q2 GDP numbers to come in at a 2.1% growth that will reverse from a drop of 6.8% in the previous quarter.
1: Ryan Huang there, Market View. What is your Twitter handle, Ryan? I need to check. To make sure everything's okay on your account
0: as well. Okay, I'm not going to tell you because you might, <laughs> <laughs> might get hacked.
1: <laughs> well, mine is at Michelle Martin underscore. Feel free to jump on board. 9.15 on the clock. This is your money.
0: Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg